Free. We are live with the Morning Wood Radio Podcast with your host, Jim Bob Thunderrod, aka Hunter, nine time world champion, McIntyre. Thank you very much. Dude, you look magnificent this morning. You got gold shades. Ooh. What is that? What's that on top of your head? Uh it's 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 a little beanie, but you know, here's an added bonus of, of the the you know little balls on top to to keep my hands occupied because I'm fidgety. <laughs> I like that. Dude, tell me for a second. Can you can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you fine. So I always have the mic to my face. We're gonna put the mic right here. What happens? I just I just have to to tune up the the sound volume so you can hear it a little. We can hear you a little bit better. But scale one to ten, I'm pretty clear right now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. It it, it just sounds like like I go, I go. It just wow. just sounds a little bit far away. How about now? A little better. A little better. All right, I'll take that. I'm enhan- enhance enhance. Yeah, because I just recognize I have this mic to my face all the time, and I'm like, I don't know if I really want to keep on doing that. It doesn't feel natural. I don't feel like I've got my stuff going on. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest. These shades are freaking awesome, but I can barely see you. (laughs) That's why I had to take mine off. You know, I bought these things, man, and I was like, these things are the sickest sickest things ever. And I I went for, like, bike rides, and I almost died several times. So – yeah, you can't see through. That's why I bought these, actually. So they light it up. Little did I know that these were Jeffrey Dahmer's like go-to nice shades. Like, hey, I'm gonna cruise the strip and I'm gonna wear yellow tinted shades. I bought pick them. up dudes and crush yeah. butt, dead butt, not even like like a live butt. Go check this out. I met this dude when we were biking one day. Uh, we were Brian Fisher and I were on the farthest place you could ever be, the farthest corner of Malibu. It's called Yerba Buena. And I pop my tire and I'm like, fuck dude. Like we are in the middle of nowhere. I was like, just keep on riding and go try to go get the truck and I'll hike back out of nowhere, out of the fog and the mist. This guy pulls up this kid dude had to be like 20, 21 or 22. Yeah. Picks me up in this gigantic van. He's like, yeah, dude, I'll give you a ride. Ends up being the founder of this company called raw official. These are, um, what the hell are they called? Like blue light blockers. Yeah. And then this dude is killing it. Like a 22 year old kid created this business, just murdering the world, not people, the world, just like absolutely crushing business. You, on the other hand, your business is inspired by hate fucking dudes. Yeah. He wasn't. I cannot make it through that show, by the way. It's it's terrible. I call it I call it my gay soap operas because it's just like it's just like it's just a drama all the time. Like, what's Jeff going to do today? Like, Jeff. Could you just not kill this one dude? Like, have you gotten to the point where he like almost has a boyfriend? No, I, I and I think he's doing it. People are making like these love montages, and it's really pissing off the family because they're like he, you know, Netflix is is spinning it from Jeff's point of view or the victim's point of view. But then there's all these like love montages that people are creating on TikTok, and the family's like, no, he wasn't a good guy, and people are like, oh, Jeff, you know, what a nice guy. But I don't think anybody could perceive him to be a nice guy. I mean, like he is like a 20 plus time murderer. Yeah. I mean, they, 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 they don't even really have like a rough estimate. They have a rough estimate of how many people he killed. So I don't know. 
I mean, there's one point, I'm not going to try to ruin it for you, but there's one point where you have this feeling like he keeps on hanging out with the same guy and doesn't kill him. Mm-hmm. And you're like, holy shit, like it's going to work out. Obviously, you know it's not going to work out because he ends up like the first episode is him going to jail, but fucking hey, man. That there, shit's heavy. Like I'm trying to enjoy it. There's one theory that that involves just, you know, if somebody were to actually stay, then he wouldn't be killing these people. So the the mindset behind him killing people was like, I don't want I don't want you to leave. So I'm just going to drill into the back of your skull. So if somebody actually stayed with him, would he have continued his rampage? Well, that's what I'm trying to say. This boyfriend dude like wasn't really leaving. The action where he ended up killing him, he's like, hey, I have to go to work. And he's like, don't go. Mm. And then he loses his shit. So I don't know. We are on a way different page than I wanted to start on. But let's just be honest. Everybody's on this page. Everybody I know is, is on the watching this stream. Yeah. Oh, my God. It is guttural, dude. Like, I'm a pretty – I can watch a lot of action movies. I can't even come close to finishing episodes without feeling like I can't finish my food, all sorts of shit. You need to eat. 30 minutes prior you know how the the swimming can't go swimming you know 30 yeah. minutes after you opposite just don't eat at least 30 minutes prior to watching dom it is a little bit odd that they are romanticizing serial killers at such a high level nowadays but it is fascinating but then when you put like these theatrical exciting shows around it it's it's kind of bad it's bad behavior but what well, do you think the market it somehow yeah i get that it's just it's fucking nuts dude it's like what are you going to do with this? So um, let's try to get on to how do you even make money off of that? Because someone's clearly making money. Who owns the rights to Jeffrey Dahmer's story? That's got to be an interesting fact. I don't know. I was going through Netflix and Amazon and Hulu. There are a lot of movies about him. And so I guess it, it, it feels like every so many years there, there's another company that, that's coming out with a round of, of Dahmer films. Like there's one on Amazon right now called like Jeffrey Dahmer, my friend. But yeah. I think that was released years and years ago, but they just keep coming out with them because people are interested in them. Well, I think he's just the most interesting serial killer of all time. Like, yeah. you know, Very the tough. way he took it, like zombifying people and stuff, like we just don't really have a lot of data on people like that. And he he did a lot of it. It wasn't like, a, oops, I did it once. and <laughs> It was a mistake. Oh, I sorry, keep... I ate your heart. Oops, oops, oops. Yeah. Um so let's try to get back on to like a cleaner page. Let's start out Monday with something a little bit more soft. By the way, um, if you can, while I'm talking about this, do you mind just getting um, like a, sc- a screenshot with a number on it and I'll post it on my Instagram real quick? Yeah, you want but, me to, um, I'll run it as a banner. Yeah, run it as a banner. And I'll, I'll definitely post something up in a second and let you take the show. But a couple of things I want to just get off my chest. First of all, guys, we just got through the High Rocks Masterclass, and we had a lot of people show up to New York, which was the first High Rocks um, in the United States of the season. And, dude, we had a lot of people on the podium. Oh, we yeah. had a second place. We had a second place. Um, I cannot remember what the other one was. We also just had our my buddy Caleb Yates qualify for uh, DecaFit um, World, Champion. World Championships. Yeah, like, dude, we've had some really, really good results. We had Nate, and what was Amazing. the other guy? Nate we, went through a fourteen mile. I think he was it was like a fifty k, but he got at least fourteen miles out of it. What's that? Who? Nate Turnpike. Oh no, no, I'm talking about Nate. Also qualified for Deca World Championships. Oh, yes, yes, he did. Wait, he was going for a fifty k and he didn't finish. I think he got about fourteen miles in, and his body just 
it, it didn't go well for him. I th- he maybe cramped up or something. I didn't read the full story, but I, I just remember the headline was like, I got 14 miles in. I felt like I let people down. I was like, dude, you didn't let anybody down. It's one of those kind of things, man. It's like ultra, like endurance itself is just like, it's another beast. Like you can be such a freak. That's why everyone like is really enamored by the hybrid athlete these days, because there's people that are able to bench 315 and run a hundred miler. Like before each of them uniquely was incredibly hard to understand. And then the combination of the two is just epic. Yeah. You had to choose one or the other. You had to choose whether you wanted to be a long distance runner or you had to choose. I want to do strength. Yep. So check this out. This is another really weird thing. And it just trips me out, like not to toot my own horn, but I just hit a hundred thousand followers today. And it's such a weird thing to think that there's a hundred thousand people out there. Cause Kyle brought this up to me. A hundred thousand people out there are watching my stuff on any given day, you know, not all hundred at once. But then if you really think you're like, wow, that's kind of cool. But then you think about the person that's got 500,000, then a million, then 5 million, then 50 million. Then there's, there's people who have like a hundred million followers, like authentically. Mm -hmm. That is nuts. So does that, does that come into your mindset now that you have a hundred thousand people, like the next post that you do, you would normally post something and you're like, Oh, but I got a hundred thousand now. I need to tailor it a little bit. Not even close dude. I do not give a rat's ass. I mean, I don't do anything on the internet for anybody other than myself. And I think that's the issue that I really run into with social media is like, if you really think about the core of the work, like what it is, it's social media. It was meant to be something where it was a social platform for you to engage with other people. Now I think social media is this like odd portrayal of like, look at me, look what I can do. Like, look at my fabulous life. Like, no, honestly, I was doing all the same exact things that I'm doing right now before I had followers, before Instagram existed. Mm-hmm. I'm only posting about it because honestly, I want more people to come join me. Yeah. I've used social media and I say, Hey guys, why don't you come up to training camp for free? We just invite people up, you Mm -hmm. know, or, you know, obviously we have businesses now and you know, it's awesome. Like it's awesome to encourage people to want to go do more with their lives. And then also I'm creating products. We are creating products that are honestly trying to enhance people's experience of it all. So we have to use the channels that we have to, you know, as a business platform, but at the same time, like, you, if you look at my page, like I've had a lot of people say to me, they're like, you got to work on your brand and this, that, and the other thing. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, I was like, let's say I worked on my brand and I increased my, my income by three to five X. That would be awesome. But would I feel good about it? Like would I truly enjoy it. And that's the thing that I really ride the fine line of is like, Sometimes I just want to post a picture of me like lifting up a rock and grabbing a rattlesnake rather than posting this video of like, hey guys, like, did I tell you that how you great like, this product is? Yeah, like how great this product is. It's such a, I feel sick to my stomach, man. Like all these people nowadays, like truly the influential cult, influencer culture, it's kind of wrecked social media. Like you can't, there's almost no authenticity behind what people are doing anymore. Everything has a ticket attached to it for in a sales link. You know, I I think one thing that is really great about you is that when you do decide to take on a product, it's something that you back and something that you believe in, because I feel like there's a lot of different people that are, you know, social media influencers that take on a product and they're like, "Mm, this tastes so good. And then you realize that, 
they're, you know, throwing it in a closet and they make the one post a week and then, you know, they don't ever drink it in their actual life. Like I was out there at training camp with you and like actually saw you drink builder and then, you know, actually, you know, hit boa without being on social media and, and making a post about it because you actually believe in what you're putting in your body and, you know, you believe in the products that you're using for more 100%, than dude. Yeah. I, you know what I really struggle with is like, I sometimes follow some of these guys and girls and like one week they're posting about this. The next week they're posting about this. And the next week they're posting about this. And it's like, wait a second. Like how those things kind of contradict each other. Yeah. One product would supersede the other product because they're in the same product uh, vein. One, I mean, it's fuck. I'm covered in honey now. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's on inauthentic. It's kind of, it sucks, but at the same time, it's like the only thing you can do is be a beacon of light in a dark space. So yep. be that beacon of light people. Don't be lazy. Um, what else? Uh, Iron Man camp. We just finished yeah. that up and what Kyle came up. Of, what did that consist of? And, and when you say training camp, does that mean just, uh, I have to fill out a form and come up, you know, be qualified or it's just shoot you a DM. And if you, have the strength and endurance to take on what you're doing. Come on up. I mean, listen, we, we want everyone to come up. Like you yeah. came up here and like, we were inclusive in everything. Like you still were able to do almost every single thing that we did. Like instead of power cleans, you were doing deadlifts. It's yeah. not a big deal. It's the same bar, the same weight, just a little bit less travel. You know, you still did the devil's butt crack. You did <laughs> it, you know, and all these things are like available to everybody. Like we don't, so we don't really put a cap on it in a way that you have to be a certain size or fitness. Like, you know, just come on up. And the other, and just for the record, uh, the, the thumbnail that's on, um, your YouTube right now has the crew. Uh, I was there. I just, I wasn't fast enough to make it up for that, uh, quick picture at the top of the hill. I, you, I was coming up just there in spirit. Two minutes spirit. later. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so during Ironman camp, we had Kyle, Kid Koki, come up, and he was our uh, – he's my training partner getting ready for this Ironman. We mm -hmm. talk a lot of shit to each other, but in reality, we're just buddies trying to have a good time. Like these iron, this Ironman to us is is a journey, not a race. Um, yeah. Obviously, we want to have competitive times. Like he's aiming for a 935, which is pretty, pretty bold. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I want to break 10 hours. I think I will beat Kyle. No offense, Kyle. But – 935 would be a stretch for me just because I don't swim. I don't like swimming. So I'll be probably about 15 to 20 minutes off of him in the swim. And I like biking, but I don't like biking the way that these guys do. Like this is like a certain kind of biking where you get into a tuck position on this bike and you're mm -hmm. in this awful little like ball and it's panic mode the whole time. Cause if a car does pull in front of you, there's nothing you can do. If you yeah. hit a bump on the road, you're, you're like up on your forearms. So then where's your brakes or where's your, where's your gears? Are they up here? Or do you have to keep clicking back? So there's two, two center beams. And then there's two side beams that have your brakes on it. The center okay. beams have your gears on it, mm -hmm. but man, so let's just give you the breakdown of the Ironman camp and I'll get you to the bike and I'll really explain the hell out of the thing. Yeah. Um, Basically, we went and did the swim. We hit about 2,000 plus meters of swimming. Um, I really do not swim in a wetsuit or anything. It was actually pretty gosh darn hard for me because of the amount of restriction that I had in my shoulder, my chest, and my lats. So anybody who's listening to this and wants to send me a free wetsuit, cool, I'll take it. No big deal. 
Um, so I did that, and that was pretty rough. Kyle put a beat down on me. Well, wait. So you did have a wetsuit on? I did. I did, but not the proper kind. I oh. had a swim run wetsuit on. It was like, you know, it only covers like certain parts of your body and doesn't have like the real thickness of wetsuit that you need. Mm-hmm. Day two is where we really had to get the work in because day one was only about an hour session. It was not that big. We knew that day two and day three were going to be bigger. So day two is when we had everybody meet up with us in Crestline. I had my other two training partners, um, Jordan Wisely. He's the guy who's won the MTV challenge a bunch of times. Total fucking savage. Love that dude. Um, and then we had my other training partner, Oliver, who's just kind of on the DL, but he is probably the best cyclist out of all of us. He just has this strength to weight ratio. He's tall, but Mm -hmm. he's very, very lean and he puts power out. Like he crushes mountains. And then we had Kyle also, and we cranked from Crestline, my house all the way to big bear, which is 40 miles away and then back. So it's all uphill on the way out about 5,000 feet of climbing. And then on the way back, it's about 2000 feet. Now, on GPS, when we did map our run, it said that we were going to get 9,000 feet. In the end, we ended up getting 6,500. In Mm. the end, we ended up biking 72 miles. But the real challenge is is it was all at at 4,500 feet to 7,500 feet. It was altitude the whole time. Above altitude or at altitude. Yeah. Yeah. So we were... We were sucking wind, but we crushed. And like, you know, it's it's one of those kind of things where, you know, it's it was mountains the whole time. And I was trying to get into that tuck position. And the few minutes that I would get at a time to get in the position, Jordan mm-hmm. would get in and he's a trained triathlete, smoked me. That position is so aerodynamic and so efficient for riding long distances at speed. It's yeah. a totally different world. Whereas I didn't feel comfortable. So I would be like standing up more upright. It didn't mm-hmm. matter, dude. He would just ghost me. So are you pedaling at that point when you're tucked or yep. uh, are you just coasting? Yep, you're pedaling, dude. I mean, it, it, they do all these studies with it. Like these guys have aerodynamic helmets. They have everything. Yeah. And just being in that position can save like 10 to 18% energy, I think. And if you think about it, like that's pretty massive over time. Even just the saving the energy aspect, not necessarily increasing the power. So for me, like I think that the next couple weeks are going to really be about tuck and swimming. Um, and then next, you know, we did the run and we went so 70 miles. You guys did up in the mountains. What's the total distance that you are going to do? And do you feel like on race day, you're going to be able to hit it? We're going to do 112 miles. So we are about 30 miles short, 40 more miles short, but in that 6,000 feet of climbing, I, I equate when I'm doing training, every single thousand feet is about of climbing is about five minutes of time. So if you add 6,500 feet, we're at, you know, 35 minutes extra. And okay. in that time on a flat road, you're getting, you're clicking off 20 minute miles, um, 20 miles an hour is three minute miles. So if you think about that, I think that's correct. It's either two or three minute miles. I don't know why I'm having a brain fart. I think it's three, uh, three minute miles. If you think about that, that's 10 more miles uh, broken down. So, you know, we finished the bike in about four hours and 20 minutes. We'll, I'll finish the, the whole thing in around 5 to 5.20 on the wow. bike. Yeah. And that's good. And now here comes the important part is the run. This is where I think I'm going to really get after it. We ran the last day where we came up out of our home through the mountains and then came down to the road and we held, you know, seven forty-five to eight minute pace. And then I really picked it up on the last interval and I held six thirty um to six twenty pace just to see what it would be like to run at speed on tired legs. 
And this is where I think I'm going to get Kyle. I'm going to try to gap him by a minute per mile on the run. Hmm. He's going to be close to me on the bike. He's going to be better than me on the swim. But I think if you think about it, 26 miles, minute per mile, I can get him by 26 plus minutes just there. So he's swimming faster than you. He's biking faster than you. Um, but obviously I, I beat him on the bike, but I don't know. And this okay. is where that technique of being in, this is where that technique of being in the tuck may come into play for him because he's been riding a ton yeah. in, in that tuck position. I don't know if I'm going to be able to hold it. I'm going to try. So obviously, you're going to have to keep him within, uh, you know, an eye's distance, uh, you know, on both of those first two if you're going to gap him on the run and be like, all right, now I can really make my move here. But you have to actually know where he's at. Well, he's going to get out of the water before me, dude. Like, he's going to get out of the water before me. And if you imagine he gets out of the water. Uh, let's say he gaps him in by 15 to 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's say if, if he's traveling at 18 miles an hour and I'm traveling at 22 miles an hour, like, you know, that equation where like, you know, that oh, equation I in school. Yes. I, yeah. I still don't so know how to think do. about it. I'm going to have to, if we're imagining it's three minutes per mile mm-hmm. and I need to make up in 20 minutes, he's going to get six miles on me. Okay. Oof, let's do this math. God, we're going to look so stupid on the show. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take me about another 20 minutes just to catch up to him. Uh, no, it's going to take me about 40 minutes to catch up to him. And you're going to be able to catch him on the run. I'll ghost him on the run. Mm. I'll ghost him. <laughs> I will literally disappear. I will disappear. I will be a, like, you know, this mythical creature to him. You know, that's how Iron Man's are almost always one. It's always one on the run. Mm. Not many people break out on the bike and then hold on to it until the finish. It's always one on the run. So got to have those beans. dude. I've been, I've been doing this for a long time. So yeah. if I, if I cannot beat this dude on the run after all the shitty years of running that I put together, yeah. God, I would suck. Um, so let's peep this next thing we got is the grizzly 100. So this is my test on the bike this weekend. I am doing a 100 K mountain bike race, 60 miles and 8,000 feet of climbing. So about equal distance, and I'm just going to try to hold watts. Obviously, mountain biking is far more technical than um, you know, than road biking and especially Ironman biking. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just want to test myself. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to get this thing done, and then as soon as I'm done with the race, if I got energy, I'm going to get off and put in about a five-mile run to kind of feel what it's like. Now, that should be pretty good. Race, though, right? That'd just be you on your own doing the run. Well, no, it's definitely not part of the race. It's just more of like a fitness test. Um, the other now, aspect of this for, thing. For the Grizzly 100, do you use a bike that has more than one gear? Or you just do it on your own? And you're like, you know what? There, there's these people that have all these gears. I'm just going to show them what a one-gear bike looks like, and I'm going to rip them. I'm not going to do single speed. There is a single speed category. Uh, my single speed still in Colorado. And I definitely would love to kick ass on a single speed, but I just don't think it's smart for this thing and the training that we're doing. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is just I'm going to clip in and try to rip like the really good guys are finishing in six hours. So, you know, holding 10 miles an hour in the mountains with that much climbing would be nuts. I'm looking for like a seven hour finish. Mm. Um, so, you know, this is going to be a good test of fitness all from 7000 feet to like 9000 feet. So a lot of really rowdy, rowdy training sandy back there too so you don't get a lot of like really good grip and torque and i'm a fat guy compared to most of these skinny bikers yeah so shit's gonna be nuts um 
Let's talk about something that I want to get off my chest. OCR stars. I'm getting so many DMs now. OCR stars is gone, people. Okay. I said it's gone. Oh. I have killed OCR stars. And instead of that, what is that? It's it's the October scary tone. It's gone, (laughs) folks. Gone. No. You should have put that on during our Dahmer talk. Oh, Um, yeah. Sorry. It's good. You know, OCR stars was great. I think collectively I gave away over $100,000 in prizes, not including the prize cost. No, the the prize cost of the Jeep that I gave away was massive. Yeah. And that was probably the most uncomfortable thing I've done in my entire career. So it's gone. I created another event with my buddy, Austin Battle Bunker, which we're going to talk about now. This has a lot more legs to stand on with future future forward-looking growth uh, of just collectively gaining more and more momentum. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I originally created OCR Stars because it was meant to be a charity event for, for a group of people, a community, a sport, and hard times. And I don't yeah. think people in our community really know how to grasp onto the virtual experience. They're such physical, in-person people. Yeah. Um, the CrossFit community has just been like brainwashed over the past like decade to do the CrossFit open and loves virtual stuff. So it's okay. It was not a great business idea. We did great stuff and we gave away a lot. We changed some people's lives. We gave away, gave athletes money, which was really my main goal. We inspired people, which is my, my secondary goal. Mm -hmm. So we got through tough times and we did tough shit and that's awesome. But now that, you know, COVID is gone, baby gone. And well, it was it was a, it was a time where you're like, hey, I've made I, I, I remember you talking about it, but it was like you've made your entire career off of winning in, in OCR style races and getting your paycheck from from podium, uh, you know, standings. And then COVID hit and sponsors went away. Co- uh, OCR type races went away. So where's your funding coming from? So you're like, all right, I want to give back. Not only do I want to put some money in people's pocket, but we got to create something to get the community back involved virtually. Yeah. And it worked, dude. I mean, like we, we paid out people. We did some really, really awesome stuff, but this battle bunker thing, like truly I, I, I'm not inspired entirely by virtual events. Like it's not the thing that I like, you know, foaming at the mouth for, but in reality, like when I had this opportunity to partner with Austin, we are going to do a physical event. And then there's the entire television show or the YouTube series show coming mm-hmm. up afterwards, which is physical. And we invite people from around the world to do awesome shit. I'm a people person. That's why I do these training camps. And that's why we're going to do these physical events. So, you know, an update of Battle Bunker, if you guys have not heard about it, our flagship event is coming up um, October 29th. We have only 20 spots left that we have to fill. So the first round of athletes went through, and now we're sending out the second round of invitations today. So those spots are going to fill up fast. If you're watching this or listening to this, guys, please get to it. I had to remind so many people, and I do not want you to lose your spot. So don't worry about it if you can't make it, but don't lose your spot if you want to make it. Um, big prize money, big prize money too. Six thousand dollars, or Austin said over twenty thousand total. Six thousand to top male finisher. Six thousand top female finisher. It's big. Yeah, money. I want to also let people know if you guys ever watch Broken Skull Ranch, this is similar to Broken Skull Ranch. If you set course records, you are the course champion, and it is going to mean a lot in the future. So, show up and take advantage of this opportunity and run fast. Um, 
I kind of designed the course based off of what I liked at Broken Skull and other courses, and I wanted something that was in permanence and had a lot of fun. So really just sink your teeth into that and understand that this is a very valuable event to show up at. And if you want to have future success here, go for it. Um, then, you know, other things I want to kind of weigh in on Tom Hogan, my partner for builder is coming in and he's going to drop, uh, bring our two new flavors over from Europe. So if you guys want to try the flavors that we have over in the European brand, um, you know, just overseas brand, come check it out. He's going to be there. Ryan showing up the one and only Ryan's going to show up. Dylan Dorn is going to be showing up. He's the guy who's helping us make house apparel. This stuff is absolutely awesome. Um, even we'll Aaron, have like, on site middle of this week. Ooh. Yeah. And then we got Aaron's probably going to come out too. We got to figure that out. So there's, there's a lot of stuff going on. Uh, let's answer Julian B. Hey Hunter found you back in 2016 on the rich rolls podcast. Glad you're getting into Ironman distance stuff. How many miles are you putting in a week and average running on the cycling days? So I changed my training up for what I used to do six days a week, two to three sessions a day, which is meant to be more or less like, you know, for these under 60 minute events where intensity was more important than duration, mm-hmm. like for high rocks and stuff. What I'm doing now is I'm doing five days in a row. I'm taking two days off. Like I took Sunday off and today off and I'm putting in, you know, running sessions that are about 60 minutes to two hours every single like time I run. And my bikes are always over two hours to four hours. And, you know, what I'll do is I'll, I'll probably run 60, 75 minutes to 90 minutes Tuesday. And then from there, I am going to, from there, I'm going to do a big bike on Wednesday. Um, and that will be my last big bike before I do this, uh, event at, um, brain fart. The the 100K Grizzly race. Yeah. And I'm almost doing no swimming. I'm just going to swim once a week because honestly, like, sure, Ironman's cool and I want to be prepared, but I have other focuses and I should actually be in the boat more often. I'm not me in the boat at all this week. I'm going to get in the boat. I've taken two weeks off of the boat, which Mm. sucks. And that's my main goal. But I'm having a boat shipped over from Europe right now. And I'm just like saying, hey, hey, you know what? Just put a pause on it, focus on what's right now and get the boat in later. Um, keep my fitness super stellar and then spend 20 hours a week in the boat. But um, Julian, short answer uh, for you is probably about 10 to 14 hours of volume of endurance a week. And all my distances have to be long, like, you know, six, 60 to 120 minutes on the run and two hours to four hours on the bike and one swoop. So the type of your training is is coming off more of you're not going to run ten miles, you're not going to run twenty miles. You're running, you're you're basing off just hours, time. hours on the clock, time, yeah. time, time, time. Is is that a time frame or mindset? Like, oh my god, I got to go run twenty miles, or hey, I could probably hit twenty miles, but I'm just going to mentally say I'm going to run for two hours. Well, time is more of a is a better indicator of of understanding the way the body moves because one in reality, yes, if you were doing road racing or like cycling, which is just like super flat and super, super measured or track racing, then you know, exact distances. But in reality, when you're living in the mountains, like I do, it's, it's, you're always having changing terrain and it's better to understand. Like if I'm training for a super and Spartan race and it takes me about 70 minutes, Mm -hmm. I'm going to train for about 90 minutes 
to 120 minutes on my long runs. And most of my easy runs are going to be around the distance of the event. And I'm just going to either train double the distance in my long run and then like, you know, easy runs at the distance for high rocks. Like understand that I'm moving. I'm holding the world record at 55 minutes. My easy runs always have to be. seconds. Yeah. I always have to be moving at, I always have to be moving at the pace uh, easily for the amount of duration that I can race. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, um, the people who own high rocks, they, they partnered with us for the high rocks masterclass. And they were like, Hey, I was like, so do, what do you guys think of the training? They're like, it's too intense for most people. And I was like, have you guys read the training? And they're like, no, we didn't actually, this guy's an ass hat. <laughs> um, and I was like, he's like, yeah, you're kind of making me look ignorant. And I was like, you are ignorant. Yeah. You haven't read any of the training and you are selling our product on your website. He goes, well, I guess I'll look at it then. And mm-hmm. one of the things I told him also in conversation, he goes, hey, man, I was like, dude, if people cannot run for an hour straight and you think that's too hard, they are not going to finish a high rocks. Yeah. Someone who cannot move just their feet for an hour straight will not be able to move their feet for an hour straight plus hundreds of wall balls, burpees, rowing, sled, sled pulls, burpee broad jumps, but so yeah. you know what? Guess guess what, humans? Like I'm about to go do an Ironman. Do you think I want to spend five hours on a bike all the time? No. Yeah, but I think their tagline, their, their tagline is you know fitness. It's inclusive for everybody. You know everybody being yourself, but also you need to if if you can't move your body for an hour, at least an hour, and that let's just say that's the run. If you can't move your body for at least an hour, training needs to be involved for you to hit that standard point of checklist of all right i can move my body for an hour this is now something on the radar that i can do yeah this thing that i keep on getting from a lot of our clients is we get like i get a message like dude look at this i got on the podium and the guy writes afterwards he's like your training's very hard but i look at my results and i made mm-hmm. a post about this this weekend people literally come to me and they're like wow this is so hard and i was like well what are your goals here they're like mm-hmm. well my goal is to run a marathon i was like well, what would you consider a marathon? Like, is it easy? They're like, no, it's hard. So then I was like, why would you put lots of easy work in to accomplish something that's going to be very hard? Like, yeah. if I was going to show up and I was going to have to basically run a marathon, why would I only run five miles all the time? Yeah. You know, get out there, keep on pushing your limits and then come back, chill out, hold back, then get back out there, push your limits. And all of a sudden, what used to be your goal line is now 10 lines, uh, you know, 10 yards further, 10 yards used further. To be, 10 yards what further. used to be the hard workout is now the warm up. Exactly. Exactly. And you know what, guys? That's just life. You know what? I never, I, I, th- I talked about this to people often. I used to be only a professional athlete. I would wake up in the morning and I would wake up, I would stretch out, I would work out, I would eat food, I would take a nap, hang out with my friends, eat more food, work out again, have dinner with my friends and go to bed. That is like the life of a house cat. I literally did nothing except for just like work out and hang out. And I moved around and had fun. Now I run three businesses, yeah, an international business, you know, for training international business for supplement company. Now I'm running also an event. You guys have no idea how many hours I sit at the desk. When I first got into doing desk work, it was like it felt like my head was going to explode. And now I've just grown accustomed to being in this place and learning how to dial in on the focus. 
I had to basically take the same approach that I do towards training and get myself into the business mindset. And now literally I work five times harder than anybody else I know in business because I'm just making phone calls all day long and then getting out into training. I'm on the bike making business phone calls. I'm back out to training. Now I've got my notepad. I'm writing things out. I'm making X's and O's. You Sometimes accommodate. When when you're giving me a call, I hear the whoosh of the wind. I was like, he's either out in a run or out in a bike. And I think what people would like to know, we get into it on another podcast, is I think the con the the conception of you know athlete, what you were saying is, well, it'd be nice. I, I could have the body like Hunter if all I did was able to work out all day. But I think it would be kind of like a behind the scenes kind of get to know Hunter um, on a different podcast. We could discuss it. But like what? other things that you're doing so you're not just laying on the couch eating working out laying on the couch recovering and it's not just well i i just get to work out all day so that's why i look like this like you're literally from 4 a.m uh i'm getting text messages at six which would be your four and, and you're like up until you know 10 10 11 p.m yeah so you're not just sleeping working out sleeping you're you're running business you I feel bad for Ryan. It will be like 1030 at night and I will send him, I will forward him over something I saw on Instagram. I was like, immediately implement this into our business strategy. Look at this. Study this. Call this guy. Give this guy. Give this guy a call. He's oh. having trouble with his logins. Got it. Oh, dude. I, I forward it. Yep. Yeah, I'm a nut. All right. Here come. Now we're going to get to the thing that I'm most excited about. This yeah. truly is what I'm most excited about, guys. So, this whole thing is like I'm talking to you about the day-to-day -day life of like who we are as a people, as a company, as a person, as, as a hunter, as a Ryan. I have very much an ethos to a lifestyle and I have an action that I have honed in over years and years and years of training and training camps and now formative businesses. And I've aligned myself and I figured out a structure to conquer, to, to succeed okay. and mm -hmm. It's very, very transferable to almost everything that you do. Yeah. And I honestly, like, I love it and I exercise it daily and I get better at it every single year. And now that we have this training business, like we're helping people around the world, but I understand that like, we're just maybe five to 10% of their week. Mm -hmm. And I want to reach deeper into these relationships and I want to make bigger impacts on people. And I invite people out to my training camps and when people leave, they seem so inspired, so encouraged, so like just enlightened. And like, there's a bright light and a glow to them. Yeah. And I've used these training camps for the past decade to change who I am as a person. And I'm actually writing a book about it right now, which should be done this week. And Basically, the idea is we uh, did a challenge a while ago called the Lean and Mean Challenge, and it was about getting people to change their bodies in a two-month period to really get the most out of themselves to get ready for summer and enjoy summer and feel good about it and like take your fucking shirt off at the pool and show people what's up kind of mentality. And we kind of fell in line with like the, the group, like these like whole 30s, these carb cycling challenges. Very effective, amazing programs. If that's what you're looking for, go get it. Um, and I support it fully. Like I am a, I am a entrepreneur and a supporter of the fitness industry in all aspects. There's no one right answer for you. But the more important thing that I wanted to do was I said, man, if people could just find out and live with me for a week, they would literally be able to take themselves from right now and 
accelerate themselves to where they want to be in such a quick period of time. I realize yeah. people got jobs, kids, responsibilities, cash flow, timing, whatever it is. I was like, how do I create this virtually? So a, a couple of years ago, I created a company called Training Camp Transformations. I knew uh, that this was the core of what I wanted to do in business, yeah. but we hadn't really figured out how that we were going to do it. So now, um, as Ryan's kind of experienced uh, in our digital platform and in our physical platform, we are going to close the gap and we are going to try to find this middle ground of what we call training camp and what we have coming up called winter camp. Mm -hmm. And what we did was, is we interviewed a lot of our clients who had been going through our programs with us and we found out what they wanted more, what could help adjust and support what they were doing in their daily lives to have a better opportunity to succeed. So like one of our favorite clients is her name's Amani and she is a superstar. This girl has been putting in work with us for a while now and she keeps on making progress. And I was like, what, what could we do better? And she sat down with us and she told us some things to really how we could outline like what actions and, and daily actions that could be taken that wasn't so kind of like vague. Cause like we will send you training. We will tell you what to eat, but then once you leave the gym, and once you're done, what do you do next? Yeah, yeah, what do you do next? And you're like, I need a little more structure. That that's what's missing because we do a great job of of explaining, you know, what the workouts are, what you're gonna do daily. But then after you finish that 30 minute, if you're doing intro athlete to you know 90 minute training session, well, what do I do the rest of the day? I get back to my job, but how do I create small wins throughout the rest of the time yeah. to get to my next day of training? So, so this training camp is going to show us and everything on, on the rule and just how to make small wins throughout your time of this 56 days. Yep. I'm going to the page right now, baby. I'm going to the page oh. right now. I mean, you can bring it up if you want to. I don't know if you have, you can screen share, but yeah, which I one can would be better. Uh, let, so, let's do the screen share. Let's do the screen share guys. Enhance. Enhance. Scotty, uh, beat me up. Let me load it up first. Let me get the, the website set and then give, give me like a 10 second intro. Okay. Hold on. Fuck. I got to pee again. Everyone hold tight. Bring it up. All right. It is going live in three, five, four. Okay. Give me one second. All right. Here, here's, here's what we're going to have here. So here is our website. Here's the concept behind why we want to do this, why training camp, why it's important, um, why this is going to be the platform to get you from the start of, you know, the holiday or all the way through the holidays and, and what is going to make those small wins to get you through the end of the year. All right, let's share are screen. You, are you up with it? Oh, well, I was, I was, I was talking it up. Oh, nice, nice, nice. I was I giving. I was uh, talk up. No one's really passing judgment on the fact that I leave these shows all the time to pee, but I like that. That's a supportive group that we've got. We do. We'll, we'll give a little five second pause for station identification. Yep. So, guys, one thing that we want you to understand is like this is not like a challenge. This is not a like a rah rah shish kumba kind of re like thing. This is meant to be a training camp, and it is meant to be a transformative experience where. The reason why I got into training camps is I recognized back in the day that my normal life and my normal attitude towards my goals was not going to be enough 
to get me where I wanted to go. I personally needed to go into a mental space, a physical space that was going to help me get there. Not everyone can just help. What's that? To kind of zone out and like get in your own head. Zone in, dude. Zone Zone in. in. Zone in. Like zoning out is what happens in day-to-day life. You are literally just surrounded by distractions, people texting you, talking to you, Mm -hmm. the coffee shop at the corner, the donut shop across the streets, the girl that's, you know, telling you, let's stay up all night and bang each other. Like I needed to get away from these distractions and life is great. It is abundant. It's meant to be savored and and enjoyed. But in reality, if you want to get shit done, life is not about the word. Yes. It's about the word. No. When you really want to reach peak level performance, you have to learn how to cut out bad choices and execute on the best choices. So, I mean, in reality, here's the structure right here. Eight weeks or 56 days. The reason why we say 56 days is because right now I want you to focus on every single day. And we are going to focus on this mentality of X's and O's. Every single day, you're going to isolate. You're not going to focus on the week. You're going to isolate the day. And during these days, you know, you are going to have actions that you need to take part in. You're going to have to take part in your training. You're going to have to take part in your getting your steps in. I think that one of the most important things that humans are ignoring these days is their desk bound. And when they get done with their desk, you know what they do is they go home and they sit in a chair in front of a TV. And, you know, when they get done sitting in the TV, they go sit at a table and they stuff their face with food. You can stuff your face with food. I eat more food than almost anybody listening to the show, but I'm moving. And then, you know, what you do is you go right from that table or that couch and you go straight into bed and you're horizontal and you pass out. We want you guys moving and being healthy. The leanest I've ever been in my entire life is when I was living in New York City and I had to walk to work all the time. And I wasn't sprinting. I was just walking. I would leave my apartment. I'd walk to the gym. I'd come back from the gym to my house. I'd walk from the gym to work. I'd walk from work back to the house. Then I'd walk from the house to dinner and then back to dinner to home. Blah, 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 blah. Racking up steps, making a big difference in the way that you feel and look and honestly, Walking burns entirely fat. Yeah. So, so what, what you're saying is just because or it's working is a work or walking is a workout and you don't have to have that you know, flop sweat dripping on the floor, creating sweat angels in order to have a workout. Just t- going from point A to point B mailbox and back is yeah. is moving those feet and, and getting your heart rate up, which is a workout. Everyone's smartwatch has a step counter in there. Everyone's smartphone has a step counter in there. Just turn it on, guys. Even if you don't join our program, take this simple step. It's a win. Hydrating, guys, this is another thing. You know, we are talking about basically staying hydrated properly. The reason why I piss on the show all the time is because I'm drinking water and it is changing your life. If you guys think that the sun's what's going to fuck up your face and make you have wrinkles, it's being dehydrated. Dry, cracked up skin messes you up. A hydrated body is a well-performing body, guys. The level of enhancement you'll get out of your training, your life in general, the way you sleep, the field, your mentality, hydration. I missed the first two steps. Don't give up, give more, by the way. It's basically, we don't want you, we understand that, you know, there's going to be days that you miss. You're like, oh man, my kid's sick. Like I had to take him to the doctor and I could not, um, I could not do my training session. Okay. No big deal. You have tomorrow. Don't make the same excuse. Unless your kid's hospitalized, you have no excuse. You took them there. You got them a thermometer, found out that they just needed a little a Z-pack or something like that. Next day, you have the free time to get the work in. 
yeah, don't that, make excuses on the back side of your your uh, company's building up and down. That's the yep. work. One one flight of stairs. My dad used to do that. He used to march up and down the stairs at lunchtime in his, yeah. uh, he, he, in his office building. He would just do up and down. No excuses. Then he'd go back and sit at the desk and shower. Habit two, you, um, use habits, not excuses to get through the day. Basically, another mindset thing. We are basically going to teach you guys about breaking bad habits and building new ones. That's all about training camp, okay? It's one of those kind of things where it's like you wake up in the morning. All of us love to just look at our cell phones, get on Instagram, and just cruise. Get up. Do something. We are going to break that habit. You know what? Treat your iPhone like a treat. Act like it's something you deserve. Go look at your iPhone when you're sitting on the subway going to work after you've done your workout. You're going to feel way better about it. Break that bad habit. Okay? We are going to skip back down to five. We eat to win. Okay, guys? We do not starve in this company. As I said, you guys can eat whatever the heck you want if you're putting the work in. Trust me, if you start... This isn't something to where it's like, well, I can't, uh, I, I can only eat my applesauce or, or crackers if I had a great workout. No, we want you to, in order to have a great workout, you have to be able to fuel your muscles, fuel your body. Carbs yeah. are not bad, right? Yep. 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 I mean, I tell everybody all the time, like just move your body and it will just soak things up. The improvement is going to be massive. I think so many people I know that are under eating. Or there's these people that we also know that are abundantly eating too much and not moving enough. Mm -hmm. If you can find the X marks a spot of moving the right amount and eating the right amount, big difference. Okay, guys, this next step, I figured this out when I was sitting on a couch during COVID, uh, a beanbag chair in my room, and I was like, I need to create a strategy to create keep wins in my life because I've lost all my competitions. Competitions was a target. Mm -hmm. A win was an objective. And then that was something that I could earn. It was something I could go towards. I no longer had competition. They took it away. Yeah. Okay. I needed to take this mindset and this energy that I had and put it towards a target again. So my goal was to work on business. I wanted to sell training programs. I wanted to get 30 X's a month, meaning one program a day. That would have been awesome for me. Now we are like 10 X that it's crazy. But what I want to tell you guys is, if I didn't have that as a goal, I never would have got up out of bed and really got after it. So X's are wins, zeros are losses. At the end of the day, you want to have more X's than O's, okay? Your goal is a two-to-one ratio. And we're going to teach you about this later, but it's basically creating X's and O's of habits. Like, did you hit your 10,000 steps? X. Did you eat properly today? X. Did you get your workout in? O. Okay? So it's two-to-one ratio. You can have more than one X on your calendar for the day. Yeah, every, exactly. every, every little win is an X. 100%. You have no idea how simple this game is. So just recently, to prove things to you guys, I literally have been tracking what we've been doing in our business. I have a little calendar, and I was like, I'm going to get back to doing this again. It's a healthy habit, and I'm going to take action on it because I want our clients to understand I'm not telling you to do something. I'm showing you what I'm doing, and I'm having you guys join the team. Okay? Mm -hmm. This right here... I literally, every single day in our business, and I will do the same thing for when training camp hits, I will write down what I posted and how it relates to our success, okay? And I really, you have no idea how exciting getting X's on the board is. It's the best. It is the best feeling. You will get addicted to it. Tell, I'm telling you guys, once you start getting papers with just pouring X's on it, you're going to freaking love it. 
Um, it is one of the most motivating things. I'm going to give you guys winnable actions during these training camps. Strength in numbers. This is the conversation we were having earlier about social media. Me, this kind of media is meant to be social, okay? You are meant to take your actions and your goals, and you're meant to spread them around the room so that you are held accountable, so that you have people around you that are going to support you, so that you really put yourself out there, okay? Don't just talk about it. Don't look, think about it. Talk about it. Be about it. This action right here is a game changer. So also, guys, like, you know, we're talking about joining the Facebook group, working in the group. The next one, it says right here, post your goals to reach your goals and hold yourself accountable. Those are interrelated, guys. Those are 100% related. So it's not braggadocious to be like, I worked out today. You know, if, if, if people are just calling you up and saying, you know, you post about working out too much, then keep doing it. Because I, I feel like that if that is what motivates you to get shit done for the day, more power to you and keep doing it because people are, are, you know, you want people in your corner that are going to, to lift you up, not, you know, negatively bring you down. Do you remember that, that post that's going around the internet where the girl's like, stop posting you lifting weights on your stories. Stop posting about your workouts on your Insta story. Cause nobody cares. The only reason why that girl's saying it is because she's not excited about it. If you guys are excited about something, engage in what you're excited about. And if your guys are a little bit hesitant to be excited, do something about it. Take that action. Post about it. Put the excitement out there on the table. You'll be surprised the kind of response and positivity you'll get around it. That one chick, she can eat shit. Okay? <laughs> I don't know what she's excited about, but if we were just hacking on her goals and dreams and telling her to stop posting about it, I bet you she does fashion posts of her in dresses in front of like, oh, um, she's one of those girls. She's posting in Spain at the beach. Oh, now she's in the Swiss Alps. Like, I don't give a shit about any of that stuff. I should tell her, stop posting about your lifestyle because nobody gives a fuck. Mm -hmm. So why would I say that to her? Don't have the time of day to do it because why would I rain on somebody else's parade? Yeah. Why That's would you rain on her? Exactly. So don't be shy. Don't let other people to hate on your goals. Screw her. Okay, guys. Another thing. Read books. Here's just like a simple book. This one of the, was one of the books that like I wanted to be part of so bad. Eight weeks to seal fit. Pick hey, Cole, a book. Cole, we will hang on, Cole. We will get into this. We're we're just on the, the what our training camp. We'll we'll get back to that battle bunker before we leave. Yep. And dude, pick a book. You have no idea how empowering books are. Books are basically roadmaps of what people have done before you that literally are going to make your achievable and askable and like you know achievable and askable goals. Like it's going to give you a roadmap to them. If you want to learn how to transform your body and become like absolutely become an endurance athlete, get this book right here. The big book of endurance. If you guys want to get buff, check this out. What do you got? What do you got? Arnold Schwarzenegger has got a whole book, the encyclopedia of modern bodybuilding. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. Give it to us. Dude, these books exist and these people wrote these things and it is going to basically give you guys so much of an easier path and also not an, only a path, but a mentality to support your goals. We want you guys to finish a book during this time. Get it done. Hopefully you get two done. You have no idea how much I read all the time. And you, have, you have an entire bookshelf. I was very surprised when I, when I got to visit you out there, just the amount of stacks and there's not dust on them. Uh, you, if you look behind me, I, I got a bookshelf there. There's, there's a little bit of dust on them and you have, uh, 
tons of books there and all of them are like you could you could swipe it with a uh, white glove and there'd be no dust yeah dude yeah. i'm always reading at them dude you've no idea how many hundreds of books i have in this thing like it's yeah. it, that's really where i get most of my books now you can't carry around this thing all the time like it's a sick book but i can't do it um and then last but not least guys sleep we're not one of these kind of people that we're sleep doctors we're people that we go to sleep so that we can do more shit tomorrow so don't stay up all night long just scrolling through looking what other people are doing in life go get some shit done yourself close your eyes wake up early do something meaningful we go to bed when it gets dark out and we open up our eyes before the sun rises that's your only objective man like, you have no idea how early I wake up every single morning. I get my whole world done before 6 a.m. while you guys are still in bed. Hey, I think we have uh, we have somebody calling in from the uh, for the pod. All right. It's probably Cole. Cole, daddy. Is 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 Dylon. We want to bring him in. Mm-hmm. All right. Dude, I put something inside here that was not builder. Except. All right. So Dylan, what is going on, my man? Uh, not a whole lot, man. Just uh, got done practicing a walk. Good, good. Getting your 10,000 steps in. What else is going on? Dylan, is it true that you smell like a hot bag of trash? No, I smell like sunscreen and uh, dehydration. dehydration. Do you remember the last time we went on a walk together, you almost died? Because yeah, you got that? scared yeah. of the sun. Because you got scared of the sun. You're like, what's that big ball of fire in the sky? Hell! We had the medevac called. Uh, Good thing we waved that off, huh, bud? These uh, two yeah, guys was, came uh, and hung out with me. Yeah. They drank too much beer the night before. We went on a leisurely hike down to a um, a desert oasis hot spring. Never found. They never found. I gave them very simple directions. And they the, the, the ball of fire in the sky fried their brain. And they got scared, and then they called the cops to come pick them up because they were scared that I had died too. I don't know why you guys would assume that I went for a walk in the woods as a grown-ass man and died. I saw Dylan cut open a uh, fit a can <laughs> and lick out. I was I was afraid not only was it going to be hydrated, but cut his tongue, and then he was going to have blood bleeding from his tongue. It looked like a Dahmer episode. I'm just saying I want to. I want to give all thanks to Pepto Bismol for being the closest <laughs> life saving I had. <laughs> I really have not had this much fun in a long time. Just telling stories about your inability to walk in the woods. You're a police officer. You're I, telling I, me the only thing that I have to do to defeat you as a police officer is just make sure that the sun's out. <laughs> Hey, man, I've worked the night shift for the last six years, so the sun defeats me. I'm basically a vampire at this point. Yeah. Guys, anybody who's listening, Dylan is the guy who created these shirts right here and will be out there on the open market for you guys soon. So we are excited to share that. Um, yeah, since you're on the- to be on the- yeah, what? What's where, where can we follow you, Dylan, for the shirts? Um, so... Uh, house apparel Instagram is where we're going to be updating all of the clothing uh, that's going to be coming out in the near future. And then uh, my personal Instagram is Dylan Dorn OCR. Those are my two um, ways to get a hold of me. All right. Very good. Very good. 
We're going to send you some DMs later, baby. I'm going to slide in your DMs. I'll hit you up later, Dylon. All right. I'll see you guys. See ya. Let's let's button it up here with uh, training camp, and then we'll get on to answering Cole and uh, get up out of here, get some beauty rest. You uh, stop sharing? No, no, no. I mean, listen, guys. We'll finish off here. Same thing that we did last time. Instead of making it a challenge, guys, we're making it a training camp. We do want to push people to really take action in this. The people that take the most action and have the best results, we have a $1,000 prize for both male and female. We had really, really badass results last time. Some people, cash got in hand. They definitely transformed their bodies, had some really, really amazing impacts, and super inspired by that. And I'm a person who likes to compete for cash. I started out my whole training uh, routine uploading pictures of myself on bodyspace.com and um i would have like i would like preload and get as fat as i could and then post pictures of me up there it was it was pretty badass last but not least guys like there's two options to this thing go check out um housetraining.com we have information there or if you click the link in my bio at instagram or in the show notes down here we'll have it if you guys are interested in this thing it's going to be an amazing experience and as far as it comes cost wise it's less than two dollars a day over these 56 days it's one of these kind of things, guys, where it is affordable, it is badass, and it's a damn good time. It's less than a Starbucks coffee. It's less than a beer. So if you think about it, if you're willing to take your time and you're going to go chug a beer, you might as well take the time to invest to burn the calories that that beer created. Ryan, is your face frozen? And we're gone. And we're gone. What the fuck? Maybe it's just me. Maybe we lost Ryan. Uh, Cole Schwartz, if you're still there, leave a comment so I can fully explain this thing. But for anybody who's listening and we are still live, uh, basically, event one is like this. It is a two-mile run with a ruck with weight in your back. Beyond that, you go straight from there. Dump your backpack. Get on the rower. You are now rowing. 2,000 meters, pull, rip, pull, rip, pull, rip. And then beyond that point, your guys are going to basically drop, get off the rower, and then you are on a track and you are going straight into a two-lap run. Now, the interesting thing is, is the two-lap run is basically, uh, the two-lap run is basically a timed individual event. We want to see speed at the end of an endurance event. We don't want people just jogging through the finish line. So based on the way that you guys finish, you guys are going to get penalties. So it's a, it's a multiple of three. If you come through first on the 800 meter run, first overall time for the 800 meter run, not collectively, what that means is, is you are the multiple of three. So you were one times three. So let's say you finish the whole workout in 25 seconds with a three second penalty, whatever you are going to finish 25 minutes in three seconds. If you are the 40th person to get through and you finish in 24 minutes, you beat that actual person, but now you are 40 times the multiple three. That's 120 seconds. Now you are at 27 minutes with your time penalty. So hopefully you understood that, Cole. Basically, it means you need to sprint at the end. Get your shit together at the end. Make sure you pace properly. Hustle hard. We basically want to test endurance, and speed and speed capacity within one event. It's necessary for people that are first responders. 
yeah, sure, you're going to have to ruck through the woods to go to battle, but then all of a sudden imagine you're in a position where basically, hey, we got to get from here to there, and we got to get it done quickly, and it's about four four blocks down. You guys got to have speed endurance, and you got to get it done quickly while you're tired. So mm-hmm. that's what we're testing here. We wanted to have battle-ready fitness. Cole, there's a reason why you always come. Remember that time you took fourth at the Go Ruck games? You didn't even make it on the podium? It's because you couldn't understand the rules. If you win, then you don't have to understand rules. You're just better than everybody else. So don't make it complicated on yourself, Cole. Just get your shit together and run fast. No response, Cole? Too complicated for your little simple brain? Yeah. Okay. Julian, uh, when does training camp start? What's that? You're me again. I lost the internet. I don't know what happened. I know. Your face was frozen. Julian, uh, training camp starts November 1st. So we are calling it winter camp. And, you know, we're going to do another podcast on this. The reason why we're doing winter camp is because so much, all studies show that the most amount of weight gained throughout the year is through November, December, and January. It is these like three plagued months where people in society are always sitting there and eating food and hanging out with their family. I hang out with my family every single holiday, but and I eat more food and drink more beer than the rest of them, but I put hard work in surrounding these days to make sure that my metabolism's high, my actions surrounding it. The day after it's done, I'm not eating cookies. I'm back in the gym. So we're creating a camp where you can get through the holidays and still have all of the fun, but you're going to be surrounded with good people and good actions. They're going to make sure that you get through and don't start off January 1st in a panic being like, I'm fat and disgusting. You're going to show up to 2023 looking like your best self and feeling like your best self. Yeah. And I think what what kind of separates this one is not only we have the thousand dollar biggest transformations, um, we're going to have a weekly, uh, you know, grinder of the week, like, hey, person that puts in the most effort sharing their story, whether it be just hitting a bus on uh, Instagram or in the Facebook group, um, we'll we'll uh, we'll kind of designate one person that is just kind of the highlight of the week. And with that person, um, you know, we had Dylan on earlier, but we're going to uh, get a collection of the names and then send them that shirt that uh, Hunter's wearing or, or something like it for the, for the four different type of t-shirts that we have. Um, they're going to get one of those as well as um, you know, that, that one through 10 um, you'll get that in an ebook as well as like a 20 page uh, we're working on like a 20 page uh, document PDF ebook um, for these topics that Hunter's discussing. Yeah. So you guys will have all the information. We have Zoom calls around it. You have coaching, one-on-one coaching throughout the entire thing because we have a coaching team surrounding it. So this is not going to be the last time you hear about it. I'm actually going to like overload you guys and you're going to be so upset with me that you're going to be like, if you just, just, I'm going to force you guys to buy into it so that I've just, we've maxed out our memberships and I no longer can talk about it. (laughs) Um, So that's the best way to get through it faster. Quick question, Cole, if you're still on the show, what would you consider to be a better fitness test? Running six miles with a 45 pound ruck carrying a American flag attached to a steel pole that was the center of a barbell and then running back six miles at speed without a barbell? Or would you say that the triple R is a better test? Cause I consider it way more complicated to carry a barbell through the sand for six miles and then run all the way home. And I think that this, this test that we've created may be more well-rounded, be more educated for athletes of all capacity. It's just a question. You're more than welcome to comment, Cole, anytime you want. 
And you know what? You got invited to the Battle Bunker, so you can show me how uncomplicated it is by winning the event. Nothing, Cole? Comments are live. Comments are live. That's what I thought, Cole. We got you good. All right, guys. So if you want to find out anything we're doing, check out um, house training for all the training stuff we just discussed. Uh, Link in the bio. And also, if you want to get involved in anything that we're doing, Battle Bunker is coming up. We have spots for everybody. The athlete thing is going to be filled up, so you guys can't apply at this point. But as far as volunteers, we love volunteers. As far as judges, we have maybe two more spots for judges. You have to have experience. And then as far as spectators, it's open. We have like Vendor Village. We have all these cool tests where Battle Bunker is going to be putting on tests. And you as a spectator can win cash and prizes. Um, It's on the 29th on a Saturday, and there's going to be a lot of fun to be had. I'll be there. Ryan will be there. And it's going to be live stream too. I think that is also going to just put us out there like, Hey, this is an event that we're not going anywhere. And this is the first time you're here. First time of many that you're going to hear from us and then actually get to see what this is all about. It's not. Oh no. Ryan's gone again. This sucks. I'm gonna have to hold the show up until he gets back in. So guys, check this out. Um, What's coming up that I want to make you guys aware of also is Builder is launching its next flavor. We have now three flavors. I'm sorry, guys. In the United States, you are still only going to be working with Cherry Limeade, which I honestly think is the best flavor. I created it a long time ago. I absolutely love it, and I still drink a a gallon a day. Um, And then other than that, guys, if you want to come out and train anytime, come check us out up in Crestline. We'd love to have you there. It's open-ended. We don't charge people um, at this point. Like Eventually, we're going to do actual training camps where people can spend the night and have good times. But right now, we just want to introduce people to the mountains and have a good time. So, um, Ryan, before you freeze again, anything you want to say? No. Um, If you do have any questions about what's going on, your current member, and would like to discuss, you know, what we have for the page that you're seeing, um, just shoot me a message on house training at huntermcintyre.com or uh, within there, I can send you my phone number and we can talk about it because sometimes that's a little bit easier. Awesome. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. Uh, You better hit this thing off before we all of a sudden freeze again. All right. Thank you very much. We'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.